0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Colts Cast. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, yo. We are here to talk about anything and everything Indianapolis Colts. Please be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter handle is at Colts Cast, and our Instagram is at Colts Cast. Not only will you see new episodes posted on there, but you will see posts from us, polls we run, exciting highlight videos, and anything in between. For our diehard fans out there, please rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you're using to listen to us. This will help us grow, and you can also leave feedback to help us improve as well. So, as you may be noticing, we're releasing our episode a little early. Uh, We're going to release it on Sunday today, and also next Monday's episode will be early as well on Sunday, because, well, we have the preseason games on Saturday. So we want to give y'all content the next day. Um, once the regular season starts, though, well, once the preseason ends, we'll go back to Mondays and Fridays. But we just thought it'd be better for you guys. So let's just get right into it. Jamal, the Colts take their second loss of the preseason, fall into the Lions 26-27. to 27. I'm still not panicking. I, no. There were still some good things we saw. I'm, I'm not too worried about it. But I'm going to hand it off to you, Jamal. Just like we did last week. What you want to start with? The good, the bad? Let me hey, know. We starting with the bad today. What's the bad? What's the bad? The bad. The
1: bad is we lost this game. You know, again, preseason. <laughs> it ain't the end of the world. But I did like that that final drive. I mean, that final drive pushing in for that last touchdown was nice. It was it was a pretty clean one overall. So shout out to that. And of course we all know in a regular season game we'd have went for the extra point. Wouldn't have gone for two. Um Absolutely. so you know that's just a, a little fun thing that we can do during the preseason but in all seriousness kicking off with the bad uh the first thing I want to talk about man is and kind of call it what you want on this it may not be considered technically bad but in my eyes it was bad was starting off Paris Campbell zero receptions he was only he only had nine snaps so i'm not i'm not saying anything that you know oh he he had such a bad day xyz but I know that Reich said that most of the starters weren't going to play. So a few of them were in there. Of course, Pierce was in there as well. I think Pierce played about nine or ten snaps. He did end up with one catch. But uh, Campbell, in those nine snaps, no targets, obviously, no receptions. So the only bad thing I, I I don't like about that is I just feel like at this time for him, if he's, if he's going to be in there for just a limited number of snaps, and I know every play isn't designed to go to him, but we – as a fan, I want to see where he's at right now. I want, to, I want to make sure that he's up to par. He's looking good. you know. If I know I'm not getting the ball, I may run a little sloppy route just because, one, it's preseason, and two, I, I know I'm the third look, so I'm probably not going to get it. So I would just like to have seen him out there a little bit more just so we can get an idea because we all know we need him. We want him, and I know he wants to be there. And it would just make me feel a lot better if I could see him play because there's some other superstars or I shouldn't say superstars, but there's some other up and coming guys who are down that wide receiver list and we're gonna get to a little bit later. I'm gonna talk about um who who are gunning, I mean, and they look good. So that's just my little first initial bad. I don't I don't know if you have anything to
0: add to that, Eric. Yeah. Gonna... Paris Campbell, I mean nine snaps. I, I yeah. can't say much to that. I, I don't even think Nick Foles looked his way no. when he was in. So I, I'm i not going to look too deep into that. Alec Pierce as well. I mean, he only had one target, caught that ball for nine yards. So starters didn't really play that much. Um, not, not much to see there. I think, yeah, they're going to get more involved in the next game, in the final preseason game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who should be. Well, Tom Brady wouldn't be playing anyway, but they probably won't be playing a lot of their starters as well. But we do know. Or at least what I heard from Pro Football Talk, the starters are going to be playing up to a half in that mm-hmm. final preseason game. So we should get more of an evaluation with this wide receiver two battle of Pierce and Campbell that game. Because right now, you know I still got Pierce ahead. <laughs> Nothing's changed, and we'll see what happens this week. But for sure. And you, you got a point there. The Bucks
1: may not even play any starters at all because I'm pretty sure they just lost another lineman yesterday for an AC. I don't know if he was a starter or not. I didn't catch that. Um, but, I mean, they already lost their, lost their center, I think it was, yep, earlier. Ryan jensen Ryan yeah. one of the
0: best centers in the NFL, went down. Yeah. I, they, they're probably going to start taking it uh, pretty safe from here on out. Because, Absolutely. I mean, I think they already – they lost two linemen in the offseason, I believe, too. So, this isn't the same offensive line from last season, the Mm-mm. year before when they won the Super Bowl. I mean, this is completely different. So, I I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to be as good. They they don't have. Gro- uh, let's stop talking about Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got on that rabbit hole forever. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back but to the
1: Colts. For sure. So, second thing I want to bring up that was bad, which falls right in suit, is our second group false offensive linemen. Man, watching that yesterday. There were some decent plays, some highlights I saw throughout, but I think overall performance was not good. Sam Ellinger looked like he was just running for his life sometimes. He was having, you know, uh, he was rolling out, making some passes that he had to roll out because that's how the play was designed. But there are other times I was just watching defensive tackles come straight up the gut, just attacking him nonstop. And he was flaring everywhere. He kept his composure, which is good. uh, But I just really think that, it makes, me, it makes me nervous that if, if one of our top linemen go down and then we have to plug someone in, honestly, out of that entire group, the only person I would feel comfortable plugging in would be Raymond. And he had a ton of snaps yesterday, and he looked really good when he was out there. Every play he was going 100 miles an hour, and he was consistently holding his blocks, one of the very few. So honestly, he's the only person I will feel comfortable plugging in in the event that one of our first linemen went down. So I just wasn't that impressed with the second group overall.
0: I don't know what it was, but it just it just looked rough. It did, and Bernard Raymond was probably the only bright spot there. Uh, he looked really good, just like you said in pass pro. Like I don't know if I saw him let a defender get past him at mm-hmm. least, but that's all I'm gonna say. That that offensive line it, it was which we'll touch on later once we get on sam ellinger but sam ellinger had to elude a lot of pressure and he did a really good job behind that offensive line so yeah raymond looks good in uh, pass protection nobody did well in run run blocking no, because no. if we want to talk about our rushing offense i mean there were no holes I, it It was probably a combination of the running backs and the O line, but I mean, there was nowhere for them to go. Our Russian offense, it just looked anemic. Oh, man. How many running backs had over two and a half yards, Jamal? Two and a half (laughs) yards per carry. Mm, Maybe one? Zero. (laughs) (laughs) We had a total of 30 yards on the ground on 18 carries get 11 mm. yards at half I mean we didn't get a first down on any <laughs> run it was so bad but yeah Bernard Raymond looked really good in pass pro. uh yeah. it looks like he's taking a step forward yeah I I want him to get better in the run blocking department because that's what we're like top three in at least with our starters mm-hmm. but yeah uh Our offensive line death looks a little shaky, I won't lie. Just a little bit. Just a little
1: bit. I would have to say next up on my list of bad would have to be the tackling. Some of the tackling got a little shaky towards the back half of the game. I saw some awesome, awesome good hits from some of our defensive players. They were wrapping up really well making everything good. They were hitting around the, the the knees and the legs and actually locking them up to take them down as opposed to going high. But then I felt like it started getting sloppy where they were just diving in with their heads down and not trying to wrap up, just trying to lower the shoulder hit. And that's just a recipe for disaster. You give you give away – if your head's down, you can't see anything that's going on. So if that running back or that receiver is even looking up remotely, they're going to shake you. And so that, that bothered me a little bit. Um, again, it wasn't – prevalent in the entire game, but it's just one of those things where I know so often these guys go for those hits, but for one, you shouldn't go for them at all because injuries, and two, because it's not a proper way to tackle somebody and try to get somebody down because you wouldn't lower your shoulder at Derrick Henry. So <laughs> you're going to try to wrap him up, so don't don't try with everybody else. And, and two, if you're going to do it, at least be in a crowd of people where someone else can help you, but I saw one play, we had three people like shoulder dive to tackle and i was like jesus christ man what is going on and that was like one of the lions biggest plays they had was when we just were messing around with that so again those are fixes that can be done in practice and i know that it won't it doesn't happen all the time and it typically won't happen when our first group out there but by the time those third stringers got out there i was like yikes man we gotta get this under control because that could be a problem
0: yeah i i agree with everything you said um, I just know the Lions were dominating. Uh, like our defense was, oof! It just—I mean, on some drives they were—they were killing us, especially on the ground. You know how I said we had 30 yards on the ground for 18 carries, but holy shit, the Lions amassed 174 yards rushing.
1: Jesus,
0: <laughs> they were—they was making Justin Jackson look like a perennial All Pro. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Man, they Justin- average they average
0: six point one <laughs> the first quarter. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and Justin Jackson was a seventh round pick. Like, come on, guys. Now let me stop. He's he's actually pretty good. Um, I mean, he he had some pretty good stats as a backup for the Chargers. So I'm not mm-hmm. gonna hate on him. But geez, he was averaging like seven yards a carry on us. Run defense didn't show up. So I. I, I, I hate to be a Debbie Downer. We we need to throw some good in here, Jamal.
1: Oh, yeah. We can definitely put some good in here. <laughs> we, we've been just. <laughs> you, you're right. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the good, man. I, you know I'm, you know who I'm starting off with? Nick Cross. Okay. Man, listen. He had like a repeat of that first drive. You know, we, we let them get to the red zone. And Nick Cross is just like, hey, uh. you can come to the red zone, but not today.
0: What did he say, Jamal? He said. He I said, can do this all day. That's what <sighs> he said.
1: <sighs> oh. That's it's too what he easy. Said. He he literally can do it all. Day. Literally, huge stop. I mean, and it's just it's just so promising when I see that because he's not backing down from any of the pressure, and I wouldn't I wouldn't bring it up if it was something. Or excuse me, I feel like it's one of those things where he's going to be so repetitive for us. Where I don't want to overshadow it. That's why I want to keep bringing it up every time I see it because he's such a good good player and he's showing it. Man, you don't want to get complacent because when you do, you're like, oh, I'm used to Nick Cross showing up there and and batting down the ball. Well, then what's going to happen if the next person gets in there? So I want to just keep giving him his props while he gets out there every every time.
0: Yeah, Uh, you you saw the picture we posted that man Mm -hmm. elevated Mm -hmm. to make that play to deny them a touchdown. That was amazing. I love to see it. I mean, even in his limited snaps, he was probably one of the best players on the field. Just a, another yeah. great play, another pass breakup in the end zone. Let's give him his flowers. I mean, come on, lovely. Um, he's still locked in as the jersey I'm getting before week one. Hey. So I like to hear. <laughs> I know, I know you want to talk about Sam Mellinger. You, bro, I've been saying it <laughs> since the
1: jump. I said, yo, we should have been playing him last year when it was going down on Wentz. I said, I don't know why we're not giving this man a shot. Get, Let him get out there. I said it all last year. And this dude has come out and been balling. Yeah. Balling. Yesterday, he went 9 of 11 for 136 yards, two touchdowns. And, I mean, it's, it's looking easy. His preseason stats over the past two games, 19 of 22. Two hundred and twenty-four yards, four touchdowns, and a one forty-eight point seven passer rating.
0: He's out there balling right now, especially with that defense or that offensive line that's out there with him. Yeah, I agree. And to talk about that passer rating, guys, you know the highest you can get is one fifty eight point three. Like he's mm. he's not far off. Mm. So, those are some stellar numbers, and his ability to extend plays is amazing just because that, that pocket was crumbling a lot. You know, he's not playing behind Quentin Nelson and the crew. Exactly. So, he's playing behind our second and third stringers, which obviously they're, they're still in development. They don't look as good as our starters. Look, it's preseason. I get it. Could he do this in a real scenario, Jamal, against better competition When when the when the cards, when everything is on the line. That's up for debate. Mm -hmm. But you can't argue that he hasn't gotten better than what we saw from last year. Mm -hmm. So personally, I think Allinger, he's solidified himself as the key B3. And if Matt Ryan would ever go down and Nick Foles doesn't play well, could he could be seeing some Sam. That's oh, all yeah. I'm going to say. Hell, I would even say Ellinger has a shot at backing up Matt Ryan. But that's a long it, shot.
1: Man, listen, and you know I'm going to stick to my guns with that. I think he should. I, I think that at the way he's playing right now, he can do it. Uh, again, as I mentioned last time, I, I know why he's not going to do it because Reich has too good of a relationship with Nick Foles. So it'll never happen. I believe Reich was even talking about during halftime at the – or not during halftime, but um during another interview saying how it was just basically – his dream to get Foles with him since the moment he left Philadelphia. So, you know, the the proof is in the pudding. It would have to take a call from Ballard and Ursay to make Sam number two. So I don't foresee that happening. But I tell you what, he's balling right now. And if he keeps it up, Colts better watch out because he, I mean, he says he loves Indianapolis, but, Money talks and starting roles talk. So if you can get you a better deal someplace else, you don't want to. You just don't want to lose a guy like that who's taken these past couple of years to develop himself and he's only getting better. We can see he's on the uptick. So I just don't want him to feel like he's not being utilized at all and we we miss out on an opportunity with him. So
0: yeah, I, I do want to say. I mean, we're paying Nick Foles probably double the money. So and he he came in specifically to back up Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. So they probably don't want to go back on their word for that, and you know he loves Nick Foles too. So Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of experience that comes with oh, that. Sure. So we can't. I know Ellen Ellinger's he's he's balling out, but let let's see. Well, first of all, we don't want to see them play yeah. in the regular season <laughs> because that would that would conclude that Matt Ryan is either done for the season, injured, something. So we probably don't want to see them in the regular season.
1: Yeah, you got that right. We, we definitely don't want to. But you know somebody I do want to see in the regular season off their, uh, after this game they had yesterday? Desmond Patton. Balling. ooh, okay. Balling. Five receptions, 103 yards, one touchdown. You know we got – we only have one more. Well, we can have a fifth and a sixth receiver. We can. I don't know whether or not we're going to we're gonna just keep it at five or actually go for that sixth. But I'm going to tell you right now, if we keep it at five, the fight between him and Mike Shrond can be vicious. It can be vicious because, of course, we know Shrond was on the um, injury list and he actually came back for his first game yesterday for three receptions, 45 yards and a touchdown. He still looked like he was on point. But Desmond Patman, man, he just he just looked great out there. And I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I hope we do keep a fifth and a sixth because I want both of them out there. And and in all honesty, I was gonna throw this at you because I didn't tell you about this, but I was gonna ask you, man, with the way Patman and and Strong, the way they are and with their potential they have, I don't I don't necessarily know that we need a vet receiver. If we can keep them at the five and six spot, we got a couple of young guys big who are physical. I probably would be kind of cool with just keeping what we got if we can keep both of them. We'll be back after a quick break.
0: If if you look really well at the revenues of the different clubs and so on, like AC Milan uh, has had uh, a kind of dark time of uh, around yeah. the decade, right? You know, we, we kind of uh, 15 years ago, we were leveled with Man United in terms of revenues, uh-huh. uh, Madrid and Barca, right? Sure. Like they've all taken off. They've all really developed commercially. AC Milan kind of stayed pretty much flat in terms of revenues until, like, three years ago. The new kind of leadership team came on board and started looking at things in a in a in a different way. So we also acknowledge, you know, we 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 have a lot to do, uh, a lot. Man, <sighs> I I can I can see where you're coming from, and. I uh, I I don't know. <laughs> You're telling me Odell Beckham wouldn't be better than Mike Strawn and Desmond Patman? Is, well, is, is that what we're saying right now because well, <laughs> this, this is a little <laughs> Let I, me this, this I, is this is what I'm going to say. say that.
1: This is what I'm going to say. I'm not quite saying that. What I'm saying is I know that I know that Baller ain't touching OBJ. So he ain't he's not coming to Indy. TY so Hilton isn't a better
0: I, I just want no, to I, see I, where your I, head is.
1: I can't I can't venture to say that because as I told you, man, unless it's game number one that we got on our schedule this year, it's the only game I expect you all to do anything in. But that's against the Texans. <laughs> but besides that, no. No, I'd rather okay. have a six five Patman uh 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 Shron out there to
0: be out there or a Desmond Patman out there personally. I uh, y- look, Desmond Pat- Patman on paper. Yesterday was was the, our most productive receiver, like you said, five balls, one hundred three yards, touchdown. You you saw that loft for that fifty yard touchdown he got. Oh yeah, from Mellinger. It it was nice. Um, he fell. Yeah, I think he fell. <laughs> uh, on the path. I, it was probably overthrown a little bit, but he made the play. It was great. I so on his other catches, I noticed Patman's. I, I don't know. It he doesn't seem. Fast, quick. Mm-hmm. It his acceleration's slow. I don't want to take anything away from him, but I thought Mike Strawn was the best receiver out there yesterday. He was very smooth on his catches, mm-hmm. and just has that great size and athleticism. He's he, he has a higher potential, a ceiling than Patman in my in my opinion. But they're both making a strong case to make the roster come regular season. So, you know, I I agree it, what we saw yesterday, it, it looked good. I just don't want to get too hype because this is this is the yeah. first time we're talking about Desmond Patman. I mean, the whole training camp. Like, we haven't heard anything about him. Why? Because he's he's probably our fifth or sixth receiver. So even if he does make it, I you won't really see him. He won't get a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Um, Alec Pierce, another one we talked about earlier, didn't see a lot of action. And since we're on pass catchers – Jelani Woods, invisible. Zero. What? What? I I don't understand what happened. Me either. I,
1: it was the same thing I was wondering because I I said to myself I said, man, I haven't really seen Jelani out there, and the few plays he was out there, nothing. I saw him on special teams, but I didn't mm-hmm. see him out there on the field. So I don't know what it is. I know Granson had three uh three targets, two receptions, so I know he wasn't getting a ton of work either. But, at the same time, I was kind of surprised to not see Jelani out there just doing
0: something the entire Me game. too. I'm, I'm confused, because mm-hmm. Andrew Ogletree went down. So, it's just Granson and Woods out there. I mean, I don't think they played Mo'Ally Cox at all, did they? No, he wasn't dressed, yeah. This is so weird. That, this, yeah. this is not a good sign. We should be trying to get Woods the ball, see what he can do with the ball in his hands, see what he can do across the middle of the field. I mean, this is the perfect time to see what Jelani Woods is about. And we didn't give him any action yesterday. So I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. We didn't scheme him at all. Nothing. But, you know, overall, yeah, Patman and Strawn they they stole the show. Um we we already talked about Nick Cross. I I wanna say at least our defense. There were some there were some bright spots in our defense. Oh yeah. So Yeah.
1: Tony Brown got that tip interception. It was great coverage on that third down play by the linebackers. They 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 covered the ball really well and, and Tony just came right in and got that interception. And it's so weird, especially after knowing how good we did on turnovers last year, and then after last week's game where we have five. It's so weird to hear one interception over the entire day yesterday, which I'm not mad about because a turnover is a turnover. Yeah, but um, it definitely was like, oh, we only we only have one turnover today. So, um, but defense, the, they I think they did a pretty good job.
0: So yeah, one turnover. We're we're so used to it. We're spoiled with the five turnovers from last week, but I still think that's great. Lions, lions didn't get any turnovers, so that's good with our offense. Um, yeah. Who are you we just talking about? Tony Brown. Oh, yeah. Solid, solid. He he was mm-hmm. pretty solid all day. He's probably standout corner of the day. Um, there was one play I saw him where he gave up a touchdown to Tom Kennedy. I, yeah. I felt like he lost sight of the ball. Yeah, but, cause he wasn't
1: even looking at all. Like he was just kind of dazed, looking at uh, Kennedy. Yeah.
0: Well, it was also just. He was looking at Kennedy, and he should have known by how Kennedy was operating and how he responded and how he was about to jump for that throw. He should have known it was coming his way. So then he turned around, and he didn't, like, react or anything. I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. But it ended up being a free touchdown for Kennedy. I guess you can't be perfect. But other than that, he, he was great. He, he had great plays all day. He had that interception along with a few pass breakups. He even had a tackle for a loss, you know. Pretty good. He's he's battling for a spot as well. Anthony Chesley. I saw him suplex Tom Kennedy. Oh. Dog. I
1: was <laughs> rolling. I was rolling. He picked <laughs> him up. <laughs> I, yeah. It, wow. Oh. Jesus. Oh. Speaking of the uh, crazy hit. Did you see that hit, Savion Smith from the Lions put on uh, Harris? Yeah. It was. It was a nice. Yeah. I think Yeah. That was.
0: I was like, Jesus. I wish that wouldn't happen to us. But so. Yeah, the Michael Harris did get lit up for Yeah, kid. yeah. But I will say, Jack Cone set him he up. He set him that. up. Boy. Set him <laughs> up. And I, after he threw that out I was like, Man, Jack Cone. Let's <laughs> see this show <your> last game. <laughs> I'm being so serious, guy. I'm just trying to be realistic. I mean, Jack Cone you you can just tell he's 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 not on the same level as yeah. Sam Ellinger. He's just he's not there yet. And I mean, he set DeMichael Harris up for that huge hit because he threw to him way too late. But, yeah. Um, anyway, I thought our corners did a pretty good job. Uh, you know, like I was saying, run defense didn't show up. Uh, but I will say Sterling Weatherford, let's talk about our linebackers. I think he wants a spot in our linebacker mm-hmm. squad. He was looking good in coverage. Um. Afadi Odeningbo. Yeah, dude. He was uh, all over the place. And Dio. Ode Oda Ode, God Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know both like their a names. Are so <laughs> yeah. They they both look good. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Afadi, he was signing offseason this year. I think he'll be a solid rotational player off the edge. Uh Odenbo, he's coming off a of Torn Achilles. Well, I still project him to be solid as well. Yeah. He'll probably be playing behind Yannick or Quitty. But I, I like, this was a game of depth. This was a game to see what our depth was about. And there were some bright spots and there were some dark spots. I mean, that we definitely <laughs> we definitely have some holes in our depth. But oh, yeah. those were my standout defensive players. So, like, Tony Brown's one of the first. Odenigbo or Odangbo and Odenigbo um, Who else did I say? Chesley had a really good, you know, suplex. I think he had a pass breakup as well. But those were my those were my standout defensive players. Did you have any others? No, I actually
1: had those exact same ones listed. well. Really? Yep, yep. I was just looking at it. I was like, cause that's when we think of that uh, that Savion Smith hit. As soon as you said Chesley, because I had him written down, I was like, oh yeah, that's another
0: one. So we're on the yeah. same page with that. agreed <laughs> oh man um Jake Verity I was gonna bring him up you know I had to perfect perfect look at that he must have heard our podcast and got yeah. <laughs> because we were saying he is out of the running but two for two on field goals two for two for extra points I mean can't do more than that he did That's his right. job well he did his job perfect I think you're right Jamal he won't be getting cut this coming That's Tuesday what talking because about. <laughs> Now, if now if he would have yeah. missed an extra point, I, I think they would have got that man out oh, of here. Yeah. But he did what he was supposed to do. We couldn't ask him for anything more. I think Blankenship is still ahead, but mm-hmm. I think Verity has, you know, he spiced things up a little bit. For sure. One more thing I want to touch on. Oh, let's hear Special teams. Mm-hmm. Kickoff coverage needs to improve. Boy, I swear I thought they gonna house like every single kickback that went. Yeah, there. Maurice Alexander was just they, they 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 kept saying during the game like this man was packing like FedEx boxes right before he got here. I guess that's Jeez. his that's his other job besides trying to get into the NFL, but. Yeah, every time they started talking about FedEx, he he was returning kick kickoffs to, <laughs> to an immense distance. Like, we can't allow 61 yards or 45 yards on a kickoff. That's so bad. Mm-hmm. Look, the NFL changed the rule on touchbacks about five or six years ago. You know about that. To place the ball at the 25-yard line instead of the 20? Yep. Yeah, so their intention was to reduce the amount of kickoffs returned since players are more likely to get injured. When the kicking team had sending them full speed down the hill – And the returning players just sitting there, embracing, you know, (laughs) Winterfell is coming or Winter is coming. (laughs) They're sitting there in static position, so yeah, there'll be a lot of injuries. So they changed the rules specifically for less kickoff. So Verity, he just needs to kick it past the end zone. Give them the twenty-five yards. Let our defense work. Instead, we're we're putting them in field goal range as soon as the offense takes the field. Or let them have what 40 yards to work with. Ugh, come on. Instead of instead of having to move 75 yards, so I would say that's the immediate corrective action. Just kick kick it, yo, kick it as far as you can. You know he has the power. You know he can get it back. So we kept. Oh my god, it it was frustrating. I thought he was gonna return it to the house on one of them, but uh, yeah. We're gonna allow kickoff returns. we've got to get better on special teams mm-hmm. but that, that that's all I wanted to say about special teams it's just that that was frustrating to see because that gave him good field position every time
1: yeah i i I agree with everything you said there
0: all right Jamal that's really all I had. we lost but I think we're gonna be okay. <laughs> It's preseason. I, you know, go zero three in the preseason. Then we start the regular season three and zero. That'd be exactly. Fine. That would be great. That's gonna be it, everyone. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Colts Cast today. We release episodes every Monday and Friday morning, except today. <laughs> and, <laughs> and next weekend, go next ahead and week. follow us on Apple Podcasts Spotify, or any platform you need to listen to podcasts. We got another week of training camp. We'll be back with more content on Friday to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content y'all take care take it easy